Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing, Podcast 41, December 8th of 2021. Tonight, we will have some interesting questions, and we'll start off with the problem with mutual funds, EFTs, and index funds. 20 carefully chosen, financially strong stocks paying high dividends are going to give you a good, reliable dividend income that could double the value of your portfolio in five years if you choose to invest the dividends. As a self-directed investor, acquiring stocks is simple, easy, and inexpensive. You do not have to work through a financial advisor who need to make money on their customer relationship with you or they starve. More than enough data on every traded stock is available online for free to help you invest wisely. The secret is keeping your investing simple. With a little research, you can start buying your first stocks in a day or two. Since you are the one doing the research, you will know exactly what you are buying, what it is costing you, and what you can expect in the way of dividend income and portfolio growth. Shares can be bought for free or for less than $10. These would be shares that you might hold for decades without any additional cost to own them. Unlike mutual funds, where every year you own them, you are paying a fee. Even small fees of less than 1% can add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars over the lifetime of your portfolio. You are never needing to fly blind in choosing your stocks. Historical records of share prices and dividend payouts can show you stock prices and dividends constantly rising for decades. Dividends are derived from profits. The executives of long, successful companies have figured out how to realize profits. They are not about to lose the formula overnight. It takes years for a large, financially strong company to wind down. The stock scoring provided with my books in a few minutes helps you narrow your stock choices of stocks to those few of the most financially strong. These are stocks with the least amount of risk. Limiting the stocks in your portfolio to 20 of the very best can give you a reliable annual dividend income worth 6% of your portfolio along with increasing the value of your portfolio every year by 9% or more. Investing equally in 20 limits the risk if one or two should deviate significantly from their profitable patterns of behavior. Now, compare your soft-directed portfolio management with the mutual fund that an investment advisor is eager to sell you. Take, for example, the largest mutual fund available, the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Future Admiral, 
the symbols on the exchange are V, T, S, A, X. It has under management $921.4 billion in assets entrusted to it by hundreds of thousands of investors. The fund invests in 4,127 stocks, which would provide you with a dividend yield of 1.21% compared to the 6% that you can realize in a portfolio that you can create yourself. Most funds have hundreds of stocks in their portfolio. The fact that Vanguard invested in 4,127 stocks is supposed to impress you. Allegedly, this diversification of your money is supposed to protect you from losses. The sellers of mutual funds want you to believe that only their professional fund managers can protect you from losing all your money. Just how much skill does it take to invest in 4,127 stocks? In the 2020 market crash, just like everyone else, the fund lost half of its value by March 23rd of that year. If you were depending on selling off pieces of the mutual fund to live on in 2020, you would have had to, to be depleting your portfolio twice as fast as you were the year before. This would be of concern to elderly investors worried about outliving their savings. With a strong dividend portfolio of 20 stocks, paying consistent dividends of 6% each year that had met all your income needs for years, you would not have a notable difference in dividend income in the 2020 as you waited for your share price to recover after the crash, just as it did in 2008 crash. The fact the share prices in your self-directed portfolio declined by half becomes almost irrelevant. You never had to sell off pieces of your mutual fund every year to survive. Your life savings were intact and ready to start growing again when the crash was over. To sell you and buying into a mutual fund, the marketing people like to sell the sizzle. They lead off the description of what makes up their portfolio's strength with the 5.24% of the fund's money invested in Microsoft. Then comes the 4.95% in Apple and the 3.05% in Amazon. It goes downhill from there as it has to. They are invested in 4,100 and 27 stocks. If 20% of your money is invested in the 10 major stocks, this means 4,107 stocks are invested in the remaining 80%. The rest of the stocks in the portfolio can each only represent an average of 0.019% of the portfolio. I know from having scored thousands of stocks that there are fewer than 100 that I would want in a portfolio. These 4,107 stocks do
do a great job of diluting the benefit of a successful companies. They want you to believe represent the strength of their portfolio. Why doesn't Vanguard invest all their money in major companies like Microsoft and Apple? Because they know that no one can accurately predict future share prices. To sell their mutual funds, all they need to be is as good as the average on the stock market. The more the portfolio looks like the total stock market, the less chance it can be doing any worse and put them on a defensive marketing stance. I found it interesting that while they forecast a growth estimate of 14.53% for the portfolio's value, they forecast the book value of the portfolio would drop by 6.91%. So what have these mutual fund holders invested in? They've invested in a big blob of stocks, a blob that is so big it is meaningless. The most the fund managers do is change the percentage of what they invested in a few of the largest stocks that are most visible on the stock market. In your self-directed portfolio, you would not invest in Microsoft, Apple, and Amazon. They are too expensive with unattractive price-to-earning ratios between 30.3 and 65.9. They are paying dividends of less than 1%, which due to their disproportionate representation in your portfolio would drag down all your higher-paying dividend stocks. While Apple and Microsoft may be good stocks, they only score in the low 50s. There are many better choices scoring in the 60s and 70s, paying dividends 600% higher than those stocks. Before buying a mutual fund, instead of building your own portfolio, consider where you are going to get the best value for your money. Question number two. Can trend lines predict which stocks will have the best capital gains? So, you think you can accurately predict future share prices. You can't. Speculators control share prices. Logic has nothing to do with the decisions that speculators make. What I have learned after 20 years of investing is that financially strong companies are controlled by the logic and decisions of experienced executives intent on making profits. Dividends are paid from profits. If you do not want to lose money in the stock market, invest in financially strong companies paying high dividends. Question number three. Why do most investor traders lose money in the stock market? Speculators lose money in the stock market. Most investors are speculators. 
They believe that it is possible to buy a stock at an entry level price that in time will be worth much more than the entry level price. Unfortunately, the stock market does not know it is supposed to increase for the benefit of this investor. Losing patience, the investor sells that stock at a loss and tries the same futile strategy with another stock. Such investors do not know or understand that no one can predict future share prices. While speculators control share prices, they do not control the profit of a company. The executives of a company control the profits of a company through their decisions based on their logic and experience. From profits are paid dividends. Choosing 20 financially strong companies whose share prices and dividends payouts have climbed for years ensures that you will not lose money in the stock market. Such experienced companies pay their steady dividends through market crashes and pandemics. This could easily be proven by looking at historical charts of share prices and dividend payouts. They are not immune from speculators driving down the value of their shares. But the share drop is not connected to profits. They continue to pay their regular dividends during market crashes. During market crashes, such investors live off their dividend payouts and wait for the inevitable increase in share prices that always follows the crash. If they have spare cash, the bottom of the market crash is when they will reinvest further in their carefully chosen 20 stocks. The 20 stocks is just a bit of insurance. Perhaps one or two stocks may deviate from their historical patterns of paying dividends. You do not know which ones it will be, but since they will only represent a small percentage of your wealth and income, these deviations are hardly noticeable. Unlike a speculator who only has one source of income, which is the selling of pieces of their portfolio, an investor in high dividend stocks has three perpetual wealth generators. Number one, such companies' share prices rise over time. Two, such companies increase their dividend payouts almost annually. Number three, such companies pay their regular dividends quarterly or monthly. Question number four. Why would a company want to buy back its own shares? A company makes a profit. This allows the company to pay a dividend to their shareholders, reinvest it in improving the business, or they can buy back their own shares on the open stock market. Why would they buy back shares? By buying back their own shares, it creates a shortage of shares. 
The law of supply and demand then drives the price of the shares up. If share buyers see this, artificially created demand for stock and are attracted to it. Why is this important? The executives in the company are given stock option bonuses that only pay bonuses if the share price increases above the option price. Three quarters of some senior executives' income can come from their stock option bonuses. They have a great incentive to use the company profits to put bonus money in their pocket. Many investors are convinced that buying back shares are also to their benefit. It avoids them paying income tax on dividend payouts. They are speculators whose intention is to sell the shares at a higher price than what they paid for them. For a short time, buybacks can be of benefit, but if enough money is not invested back into the company to improve it, it can seriously hurt future profits. Buybacks were illegal from the 1930s until the 1980s. Investors that want to share in a company's success by receiving regular dividend payments avoid buyback companies. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. <laughs>